You're listening to The Omni Show. Get to know the people and stories behind the Omni Group's award-winning productivity apps for Mac and iOS. My name's Andrew J. Mason, and today we find out how GTD Master Trainer Morton Rufik uses OmniFocus. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Omni Show. My name's Andrew J. Mason, and today we have Morton Rovic, GTD coach and trainer for the Nordic region. And uh, for everybody that doesn't know, Morton is a certified GTD master trainer, which I believe is the highest level you can get. And Morton, tell us a little bit more about where you find yourself and how you currently spend your day to day. I, my name is Morten. I was born and raised in Oslo. We live just north of Oslo now, a small town called Jesheim. And as you said, I am the GTD master trainer for the Nordic region. And this is, yes, it is, is the highest title you can have in the David Allen Company certification of getting things done. I'm certified GTD master trainer level one. I'm a certified GTD trainer level two, and I'm on track of being a GTD trainer level three. I'm also a certified uh, workflow coach, and I'm also a certified uh, virtual coach. So there you have everything. <laughs> so you can pretty much do it all. <laughs> I can do it all. And I do. My work as a master trainer entails two things is that I will train the trainers in the Nordic region in addition to deliver training and to do, deliver coaching to our clients. And we are present in Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Finland and Iceland. And we are currently 15 people in our crew. So this is a lot of fun. And we are doing what we love. We love to help people understand and master the GTD methodologies. And so I think I had a, the greatest job ever <laughs> invented. <laughs> Most days I am super happy when I sign off. I've helped someone get a better life, basically. Well, we know that your journey eventually intersects with the Omni Group, but for you, it intersected with GTD and David Allen first. Talk to us about how you found out about that. Well, the world comes around and it's becoming, a, I don't know if this is the word, but metaverse or something, because actually back in 2006, I listened to Merlin Mann talk about OmniFocus. He was on the OmniFocus project group for creating OmniFocus. I think at the time it was beta 0.8 or 0.9 or something in, in a podcast called This Week in Tech with Leo Laporte and his crew. And I got very intrigued with that. Getting things done, that sounds intriguing. What is this? And what is this OmniFocus thing? And I started back in 2006 to double with understanding what is getting things done. I started reading the book. Actually, I listened to the book first and then I listened to it, read it, read it later. And I, of course, my first Mac was actually... Um, my main reason is that because I wanted OmniFocus. <laughs> I was a PC guy before, so back in 2006, I bought a Mac Mini and studying my world into Macs and with OmniFocus. And I signed up for the beta of OmniFocus Sunday, July 1st, 2007. <laughs> Holy mackerel. I'm not even going to ask how you knew that specific date. It's called Search and Gmail. <laughs> And when, uh, of course, I bought my license of the finished the versions one that was released 8 January 2008. And this is also searched by Gmail. So that's how I know this. <laughs> but uh, since then, I've been an OmniFocus user. I tried and all time tried different other tools, but I always kind of return to, to OmniFocus because it gravitates to what I find is the best tool for me. 
And before we get into something, Andrew, I just want to tell all the listeners that I don't care how great OmniFocus is, because a fool with a tool is still a fool. I'm sorry, guys. You got to learn getting things done. The methodology that will help you use OmniFocus. <laughs> harsh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But it is maybe a little harsh thing to say that you are a fool with a tool if you don't know how. But it is like if you get a very nice hammer, that, that doesn't make you a carpenter, does it? Yeah. So you ha- need to learn how to swing the hammer to become a good carpenter. But a good carpenter would like to have a good hammer. And OmniFocus is a good hammer for their GTDR. Hmm. Well said. When interviewing people about OmniFocus and their setup and their lives, I tend to like to ask them what areas they have that they manage in their life with the software. But I get the sense that this is all encompassing for you. (laughs) You manage your entire life with this tool through the vehicle of GTD. Yeah, you know, all the projects I have is, of course, in OmniFocus. But I also have included what we call areas of focus or areas of responsibility there. I start with folders at the bottom with my work and private stuff. There's two bottom folders. That is my two, what we call spheres. Within those, I have my, the different companies that I am you know, involved in. Then we get into projects, depending on where that is. I've divided it like this because the projects need a logical place inside, and I use the folders for that, and then the, um, the projects within the folders. Basically, I'm using uh, OmniFocus for anything that's not in my calendar of things I need to get done. So it's either in my calendar or it's in OmniFocus. It's never both places. And for those of you who are OmniFocus users, this is a good idea because you should only leave one place. You don't need to confuse yourself. You're confused enough. <laughs> Most people are. So... Can I just, sometimes I'm very, you know, direct. I, you know, I talk like I know everything, but I've been doing GTD since 2006 and I'm a certified trainer and a certified coach. I trained like 5,000 people plus 150 coaching clients through my day. And believe me, I've seen it all. (laughs) That's why I'm a little direct. I'm sorry. Morton, how do you answer somebody who just says, you know, they're the skeptic. This, (laughs) this looks like a lot of work. I mean, this is a lot of lists that you're managing using your life. And to me, it just looks like it's way more trouble than it's worth. How do you talk to that kind of a person? Well, it's either in your lists or it's in your head. What feels most stressful for you? You know, you remember, oh, suddenly I should have sent that email I forgot. And then it was dad's birthday and I need to buy something for him. And then my house mortgage is due for, uh, I need to renew that. And, you know, and the more you have going on in your life, the more you need a system outside your head. As David Allen would say, your head is a crappy office. And he's absolutely right. Your head doesn't have infinite room for things you need to remember. It has maybe four and you have more than four things in your head, something will fall out if a fifth thing will come in. And that is stressful for a lot of people that you can't manage your commitments. And that's actually the definition of stress related to tasks or commitments are the worst. So if the number of commitments exceeds your possibility to deliver on them, that will be very stressful for you. And then you, you can live in that stress for a little while, but then you will bumped the other side of what we call the stress curve and then it becomes negative stress it's not engaging anymore and you get more and more tired so so this is a sanity tool for me 
what advice might you have for somebody that says, okay, I'm, I'm on board with this idea of GTD, but uh, they look at OmniFocus for the very first time. Maybe they've just cracked it open. What kind of first tips do you have for somebody who's just not necessarily sure where to start? Well, let's break it down. So you have, basically you have two things in OmniFocus. You have what we call uh, desired outcomes, which is it's also called projects. A lot of people are a little intimidated by the word projects, but what do you desire? What do you want to be true in this world when something is finished? That is a project or a desired outcome. And then next you have, what steps do I need to take to fulfill these desired outcomes slash projects? And we call them next actions. And if you start with just creating a project, and I would suggest that you start with a, a parallel project and start thinking about something like your father has an upcoming birthday, you would like to give him a, a gift, but you have no idea what that is, that my project the side outcome is to decipher what my father wants for his birthday. So, And the next action then would be tied to this project. And that would be, for instance, call sis to ask her what she thinks. And that is the basic of getting things done. You have desired outcomes and next actions. The next actions can be then assigned to a tag. In OmniFocus is called tags. In the getting things methodology is called contexts. And that's the only gripe I have with the OmniFocus team is that they changed tags for their context to tags. Because then you have a lot of people just adding tags to things, but I will not go there. Now you've heard it, OmniFocus team. I'm sure you heard it before. But the tags can then be used, and I suggest the following use for tags. A lot of people, if you want to start easy, a tag should either be a place you need to be, physical place you need to be, or a tool you need to do the task, to do the next action. So somewhere you need to be, it could be at the office, at home, at the cabin, at the beach, at my father's place, my mother's place, I don't know. Or I need my PC, I need my Mac, I need my iPad on the phone, etc. And if you keep it simple like that, then the idea is that when you decide to do something, you will then assign that to a project. If there is a project, if it's just a what we call a single action, it could be at miscellaneous under some project called miscellaneous or single actions and then you will put it where you will actually perform that task where you will do that task to do the next action and we are very adamant asking you to do the you know describe the next actions that is under the task is as a physical visible action somebody can see you do that you can do in one sitting and where, where you have everything you need and I know that's a lengthy thing, so I'll break it down a couple of times so that you can understand this, because I, I hope people get this, because it's an important part of getting things done methodology, is that it's a physical, visible action. What does that mean? Well, I remember when I heard David say that, I started thinking, okay, how can somebody see me do this? I started asking me, can somebody see me do this? Yeah, so thinking is not a task. Brainstorming in my own brain is not a task. But if I make a mind map, of my thoughts. My brainstorming becomes a mind map and then mind mapping idea. It's a physical, visible next action somebody can see me do. And then the next question is, can I do it in one sitting? If it is done in one sitting, it's okay. That sitting can be five minutes or three hours. I don't care, but one sitting where you sit down to do that. If not, ask yourself, can I break it down so it becomes one sitting? So let's say uh, you have three ideas, A, B, and C, and then could be brainstorm IDA, and that's one sitting. And then uh, you need to have everything you need. 
So do you have a mind mapping tool? Do you have a pencil? Do you have paper? Do you have everything you need to do before you get started? Do you know that the classical is that uh, I need to send a meeting invitation, the next section meeting invitation. And then when you look at that, your brain will subconsciously tell you, ah, but you don't have the email address of this other person. So now I will give you procrastination. So because you can't finish this, but I will not tell you why. <laughs> so so th think it through. You have to think enough to understand what a physical, visible next action done in one sitting and where you have everything you need how that looks and then you recall that and that might sound like a lot but it makes a huge difference when you've broken your next actions down into real next action just not like dad or david would use cat food or something you know and that might be actually the first thing you do because getting things done is five steps the first step is just capture you know, capture everything that has your attention that you might want to do something about. And you will capture that on, you know, your phone or your iPad or your Mac. There are, you know, you can speed dial that, by, you know, long, long tapping or you have some keyboard shortcuts on your Mac to put something into the quick shortcut. No, what's it called? And the quick uh, the way you just open a field to fill it in. You can write that there and then just save and then you'll come back and then you will think about this. You will clarify and then organize this. You will clarify what's the next action, what's the project, and then put that into your OmniFocus. So that's actually three separate stages. And the first one, capture is very important. You can actually also use reminders with Siri to capture directly into the OmniFocus inbox, which is a very clever way of um, getting things in there. Get her to transcribe it for you and put it in your inbox. Siri, put on my OmniFocus list call father and voila inbox call father so that's what i would say it concentrate on desired outcomes and next actions or try to understand that concept and do read the book or attend a seminar or, or ask for coaching or look at a bunch of youtube videos we have the, the getting things done podcast from the gtd nordic where me and my colleague lars in denmark we do <laughs> Uh, a highly reviewed podcast on getting things done where we go into depth into all the nitty-gritties of getting things done the biggest thing i love about this is that the emphasis isn't necessarily on a software related behavior as much as it is on clarity the practice of clarity uh, i myself kind of map out as a crazy maker visionary which if you're not familiar with the term is for everybody out there it's just thousands and thousands of new ideas we could do this we could do that but this wake if you're not careful or disciplined about it of unfinished thinking behind you <laughs> and the tendency is to to blame the system you know you put all of these unclear things <laughs> into the system and you're like oh my system is unclear it's it's scaling that unclarity and so um i love that you put the emphasis on on being clear yeah and, and you you have to or or you will go to, and another advice that i would like to put there there's a lot of people who are capturing becomes kind of like a sport i will capture anything you know my brain's I think of cats. I will capture cats. You know, uh, okay. Why would you capture cats? No, I don't know. I just thought of them. <laughs> no, it's like when you, David would say that when your, your mind is just chewing grass on the field, which it does every now and then, don't record that. Unless there is something, you think, ah, I might want to do something about, maybe I want a cat one day, then I could go on a someday maybe list, but then 
But I've seen it all and I've been there. You know, I've been overcapturing anything that might sound relevant. And I also overcaptured into OmniFocus links for articles I would like to read. Like you have 200 things on it. You will never read that. Get a life, get a, get a grip. This is all, you know, software tools and included OmniFocus can become what David Allen would call productivity porn. You know, where you will be more interested in fiddling with your system than doing the work. So if you ever find yourself color coding your calendar in excess and have like a, a lot of folders under your email. I have folders also, but I'm very adamant cleaning them. You know, I'm very, I have a very active relationship to them. And this, you should have to, anything that has to do with getting more stuff done, clean up and throw out the crud. You must give yourself to capture whatever your brain perceives as relevant potential information you might want to do something about. But if you don't clean that out on a regular basis, like clean out your inbox, it will be a crud collection place. I believe we're really laying out some wisdom for, for that beginning user. Um, but also kind of going back in time, when, when you think about your journey getting to where you are specifically with uh, the software, and did you ever have any ideas for implementation where you're like, this is going to be amazing. I think this is going to really change my system for the better. And then, you know, with time and perspective, it's like, I don't know if that was a great idea. <laughs> don't, don't get me started, Andrew. <laughs> I think I've... You know, I, I use an analogy that getting things done is a road with a line in the middle and you would like to walk that line. But believe me, I've stumbled to the side of the road and in both sides of the roads and fallen into the ditches and rolling around in the mud on both sides. And that's part of the learning process. But what I didn't have when I started was somebody there's a, there's a lot of very good voices about getting things done today, you know, and, and I would highly recommend people go for the, the certified stuff that David Allen Company and their associates publish because it's, um, I don't like to talk ill about others, but some person has misunderstood getting things done and they try to make their own spin on getting things done. And, and this is a methodology that's holistic and can encapsulate your whole life if you wanted to do so. And it, it's really, really important that you um, try and stay with the clear edges. You have to um, not get lost in this. And one of the things that I got lost in was that I mixed my old Morton with the new GTD Morton, which means that I took my old practices and kind of think, I've, you know, I will use this, but I will take this from getting things done. For instance, I didn't do my weekly review. I didn't understand why I would do a weekly review, which is the fourth of the fifth, five steps of getting things done. Why would I do a review? And I couldn't understand why my list becomes so long. I have a really long someday maybe list. You know, someday maybe like 90, 100 different things there. And that's because I never went back. So the reason for having a system is don't use it as a dumpster. Because I think that's one of my first problems. I use it as a dumpster. I put everything in there and I kind of like it, it started to smell. And when your list starts smelling, they are repelling you and they're not attracting you. Then you should have a good look and throw the smelly stuff out. Because if you do this correctly, just let me paint a picture of how that can feel. Is that you feel that you have an, over, an exact overview of everything you're committed to do something about work and personal. 
If you are an active person, like I'm sure you am, I am, you know, I have a lot of things going on, a lot of, I'm juggling a lot of balls at the same time. And instead of lost, you know, dropping balls, you can have them safely captured in your system and you will get to what you need to get to when you need to get to it. But if the, the system is filled up with a lot of crap, you don't clean it out, it's not good because first of all, you will not be attracted to your list, but you will spend a lot of time finding the right stuff to do. Let's say that you have a PC tag and like everything is on the PC tag and you go like you have 200 items there and you look, what do I need to do next? And if half of them are crud, things that could be thrown out or cleaned out, then you use a lot of your mental cycles looking at that and spending energy on something you will never do something about. And that is not efficient. So keep it clean. Clean up. Do your weekly review. It's an order. (laughs) (laughs) Are there any aspects to your system that you would say are pretty unique to yourself in that, okay, yeah, the GTD behaviors are pretty standard, but this is new GTD Morton's kind of take on something that you might not see in other OmniFocus implementations elsewhere? I don't know. It's tweaked to my needs. I have um, some perspectives I like to see, and I have some templates, you know, scripting, temp- what you call a popular template, placeholder script that I use for, we do a lot of seminars. I have a coaching. It's a lot of things I need to repeat it. So I use them as a create a checklist for everything I need to do before I do a um, coaching i need to send them this email i have to send them this question and then i have a waiting for so it's kind of like and and the only thing i need to do in the template part there is just to change whatever my beautiful computer asks me to do because when i fire that script it will ask me what's the client name what's the company name what dates have you agreed upon what kind of coaching is this and boom it has a new project created that is very time saving Yes. And um, I also use extensively Text Expander in addition to OmniFocus. For those of you who are on a Mac, you might know Text Expander. And I use that, for instance, if I want to just say I sent a reminder email and the date and the time. When I have a follow up client, I will just say I called him or I sent an email. And it's very easy inside OmniFocus then to get whatever I need in the notes field. So. Since I'm involved in different businesses, I talk to people extensively on Zoom, like we are recording this, we see each other on Zoom today. And I have, for my partners in business, I have agendas for them, and that's in the sidebar. I have Espen, Lars, Martin, Pietur, and Yuka, and I can see them, I can very easily, if they call me, I can just switch to that context, to that perspective, and I'll see what do I need to raise with them, what do I need to talk to them about, what I have not to, to what, what is my FYIs for them, and it's very easy, and uh, I think maybe I'm doing something not all people does, and for those of you who are GTDers, you might want to learn this. I'm using the agendas for people. Under agendas, I have nested the people I talk to often. And then I have needs to be raised as a tag. And I have a follow-up as a tag. And I have FYI as a tag. So when I open my, my agenda for one of my people, I will have, for instance, I have Lars and Espen. I need to raise this with them. I, when I talk to Espen, I will just raise this. Not what Lars says. And then follow up for Espen and FII for Espen. Then it becomes very easy to see I've done something and I can just change the tag 
to uh, be raised to follow up and then suddenly it's follow up instead just change the wording a little and voila everything is under control again okay that all right that's interesting so a little bit of a um, crm a customer relationship manager inside of omnifocus for you yeah yeah well it's it's more like um partner <laughs> prm partner relation <laughs> so hmm. And I use another perspective called uh, done today, because at the end of every day, I would like to go back and say, did I get something done today? And I wanted, you know, the perspective just showed me everything I completed today. And that's always gratifying at the end of the day and say, okay, I did that and that. And then suddenly, but that also might trigger, oh, you, but you forgot this. Oh, you had to record that. Both a um, reward and reminder of things I haven't done yet or that might have slipped throughout the day. Hmm, that's really wise. So it's not just a backpack. You know, there is this perspective where at the end of the day, you look at it and you're like, oh, man, that's really, that's great to know I've accomplished these things. But there's also this slice that says, oh, that triggered, I forgot to do this. Even though I checked those things off, I didn't capture something related to that. Exactly. It is obvious that you're passionate about this. Talk to me about why. Why are you passionate about coaching and helping other people through learning better way to be productive? No, but at the end of the day, it's, it's always what gives me the most gratification is when I understand that I changed my human being's life to the better today. And we do that one coaching at a time. You know, this is why I get up in the morning. This is the most gratifying thing in the world. When I understand a human being gets hope, yes, I can master my email. I have a handle on this now, or I can see my life perspective. I, I can see my horizons of focus. I can see my, why am I on the planet? Getting things done has two aspects, if you may. It's the, the control part where you get the five steps of getting things done, capture, clarify, organize, reflect, and engage. And then you have the horizons of focus where you try and map your purpose, your values, and your principles, your mission, your vision, and your goals. And then you, know, you get down to the, the areas of uh, responsibility and focus, and then back at projects and, and the next actions. And it's, it's all connected. And when you get these two axes connected, and people really understand that they can use GTD as a life management system, and they are the, the, the big coin drops, you can have a lot of small coins drops, or you know, where they go, oh, yeah, now I understand. Hey, yes. And they, you understand that they are getting better lives at this. But when the big coin drops, that's when really I'm satisfied. And I, 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 go, I go and kiss my wife and say, I get, did a good job today. Well, I could not think of a better note to end on, and I'm super grateful for you spending your time with us. We're honored that you're here. If folks are interested in finding out more about you or what you're up to, what are some of the ways that they can do that? Well, we have our English-speaking podcasts that I just mentioned, Getting Things Done by GTD Nordic. Do GTD Nordic in one word, and GTD N-O-R-D-I-C. You'll find us in uh, any podcast app you can desire my colleague and i dare go through you know the um, everything about getting things done we are on our second year now and we've um i think we passed 130,000 downloads and we are super happy about this because we are a very small niche podcast um 
connect with me there and send us emails uh, podcast at gtdnordic.tk for questions you might want us to raise and I want to point out that if you listen to the podcast go in the chronological order back to the episode number one and listen to that and the five next because the one is what's in it for me for GTD and then, then five steps in depth 25 minutes in what is all these five steps and all about and then you can cherry pick on the other episodes because that, I, I think that will help you if you're going to use OmniFocus do that please listen to that and then download OmniFocus if you haven't done it yet and you can connect with me on LinkedIn uh, Morten Rovik on uh, LinkedIn uh, M-O-R-T and, and I'm sure you will put something in the show notes with links here R-O-V-I-K and I have a YouTube channel where my colleague and I do English speaking GTD live coaching cafes every one month we do that we give one hour uh, where we will do uh, announce on Facebook when we do this uh, where you can ask us questions on the fly or we can invite you into the um, to the studio. We have a little virtual studio where we can invite people to. I think that's it. Those two and uh, gtnordic.com if you want to know about what we do for people in the Nordic region. And gettingthingsdone.com for if you're in the United States and Canada. Hope to see you there sometime. Get in touch, people. Thank you so much for being a guest with us today, Morten. It's been amazing having you here. Yeah, and I'm honored to be here. And c- can I just have a little tidbit at the end? Sure. I didn't tell you this, but in back in 2008, I started something called Oslo GTD Gathering. The Oslo GTD Gathering. Oslo is, of course, the, the capital of Norway, for those of you who are not very geographically literate. And Norway is in North Europe, so okay, uh, geography, <laughs> geography lesson over. But uh, the Oslo GTD Gathering was formed in 2008, and we did one meeting where we had... Um, we actually had Omnigroup as a sponsor. So that was the first time I emailed Ken Case. So hi, Ken. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. I met him also at the, the, the GTD Summit in 2019. So it's very good to, to say hi to him and the, some of the, the team he brought there. So, um, <laughs> Well, I can't edit that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you, Omnigroup, for making uh, OmniFocus. Um, it is a, you know, a very rich toolbox for the serious GTDR, that's for sure. But a fool with a tool is still a fool, guys. So first five episodes, six episodes of the podcast will help you. That's awesome, Morton. Thank you so much. So thank you. Hey, and thank all of you for listening today as well. Hey, we're curious. Are you enjoying the shows? Are you enjoying learning how other people are using Omni software and products to get things done? Drop us a line at The Omni Show on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you there. You can also find out everything that's happening with the Omni Group at omnigroup.com slash blog.